man. Yo, here we go, guys. Here we go. Welcome back to episode 12 of Sports with Jesus. And and I just feel great. I just feel great. This just feels natural. You know, we're in a great rhythm right now. And I think this is like our third episode this week. So we're in a good flow right now. We're in a good flow. Uh, we're having fun with it. And, you know, we're, we're committed, man. We're having fun. You know, we're, we're putting out recordings. That's all that matters. You know, we're watching the games. Uh, we're prepping. And, uh, you know, we're just, uh, you know, we're getting right to it, man. You know, we're taking little baby steps. We're, you know, just putting stuff out there, man. We're staying active. And we're just having fun with it, man. We're having fun with it. And, uh, you know, we're back, man. We're back. We're back. <laughs> Let's go, yo, let's go, man, yo, we're at episode 12, um, you know, I just want to say thank you, man, I, I'm never going to stop saying thank you, man, because of how grateful I am to be here, to have another episode, and, uh, you know, I'm just so grateful, man, I'm so grateful I have this power, I have this microphone, I have this MacBook, I have this, uh, you know, this Zoom recorder, I have a phone, I'm breathing, I slept good today. Um, you know, I'm just so grateful, man. I'm just so grateful. Let's go. Yeah, let's go, baby. Let's go. Make some noise for your boy Marcos, man. You already know we out here, man. Uh, but we're, we're not going to waste any time. Uh, you know, we're going to get right into it, man. We're going to talk about the Mets. Uh, the Yankees, we're not going to talk about because their game was postponed last night or yesterday due to the smoke. Uh, prayers. Let's send our prayers out to Canada, man. Canada, you know, they're going through it right now. A lot of fires going on over there in the wild, uh, you know, wildfires. And the smoke is, you know, is traveling down here, man. Yesterday and the day before, you know, we got uh, it was very smoky, very smoky. So, um, you know, just, uh, you know, just prayers to, you know, Canada, prayers to New York as well as the air quality is starting to clean up. And, uh, you know, it was hazardous. So it was pretty bad, man. It was pretty bad. I wasn't outside. I wasn't outside, guys. You know, if uh, for the smoke, you know, I was working the day before yesterday. And yesterday, uh, I went to a training. And, you know, I went straight home, man. I was not playing around, man. I was not playing around. I was not going to be outside. But, uh, you know, prayers out to Canada, you know. Um, uh, just hope everything clears up over there. Hope everything, you know, stays clean. Uh, New York, New York, you know, we've been through much worse, man. We've been through much worse over here in New York, so I'm not too worried about it. But, um, you know, let's get right into it, man. Let's get into the Mets, baby. I mean, oops. Wrong button. Here we go. Let's get it. Boom. So we're going to talk about Mets versus the Braves. Game two. Uh, you know, the Mets... Look at look the Mets look to even the series against the Braves after dropping the first of the series. You know Mets have Mets have been Mets have been struggling offensively, and uh, they've only scored four runs or less in the last seven games. So you know it's been tough for the Mets offensively. Uh, Max Scherzer is on the mound today. The Mets uh, the Mets are four and zero in his last in his last four starts. You know Scherzer has been Scherzer has been dealing. You know he's turning it on. Uh, his last four starts, he's got a 1.08 ERA, and their opponent's OPS is .473. So pretty solid numbers for Max Scherzer in his last four starts, as he, uh, you know, as he's he's doing his thing, man. He looks to get the Mets back in the win column, as the Mets are currently on a four-game losing streak. Uh oh. Mets Mets are in a huge funk right now, but let's get right into the game, man. First first at bat. We got Brandon Nimmo. He works a 10-pitch walk uh, to start the game. Um, you know, next we got M Charlie Morton is on the mound. He's uh, He's been doing good. He's he's throwing his curveball a lot. He's getting a lot of strikeouts. But, uh, you know, Morton, Morton hit Alonzo, man. He hit Pete Alonzo. No. That's horrible, man. Horrible sight to see for the struggling Mets. You know, after the replay, you know, it... it 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 hit him on the wrist. It hit Pete Alonzo on the wrist, man. A 97 mile per hour fastball in on the wrist. And my and boy was he feeling it. Boy was he feeling it. You know, he had to be pulled out the game. He had to be pulled out the game. 
Pete Alonso is Iron Man, man. He's played over a hundred games in this ever since he's been a a Met, you know. So it's really hard to keep this guy off the field, and him getting hit on the hands is just horrible, man. It's very disappointing, um, you know, a blow to the Mets. It's just bad, man. It's just bad. His bat was starting to heat up as he hit a home run the game before. Um, even though he went uh, one for four the game before, but you know he was putting the ball in play, and uh, easily he easily could have hit three home runs yesterday. But you know, very unfortunate. But uh, you know, Charlie Morton, man, he hit Pete Alonso, man. Way to start the game, freaking. Oh man, I, I was sad. It was sad, but uh, you know, life goes on. Uh, the Mets strike first. The Mets strike first after Brett Beatty he got a broken bat RBI single. Good to see, you know, uh, the Mets end the first half inning scoring for just the 14th time in the season. They scored first for the 14th time in the season. And, you know, they had some pretty good at-bats making Charlie Morton work, making him throw 30 pitches in the in the first inning. So, uh, you know, solid Mets start. Uh, Mad Max gets the start, and he starts off striking out Ronald Acuna in three pitches. Very good to see. Max looking sharp in the game as he uh, as he strikes out three in the bottom of the first. He's locating very well, but um, you know he he he's locating every pitch. You know he got the fastball. He's got the the changeup is working, um, but it's only the first inning. But you know he struck out three in the first inning. And you look who's in the look who's in the lineup again. Look who's in the lineup. I can't believe this guy is still. In the lineup, man, like this guy, oh man, oh my, I can't believe this guy is still in the lineup. Daniel Vogelback is in the lineup. Um, he leads off the second inning. He's three for his last 36. Can you believe that? Three for his last 36? This is just horrible, man. He's horrible. He's he and what and guess what he does? Guess what he does in this at bat? He goes down swinging. He goes down swinging. And easy out. He's 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 an automatic out right now, man. This guy. I mean, I'm a huge. I like I like Vogelback. You know, I like him as a person. You know, he's a good guy. He hustles. But man, oh man, is he killing the Mets right now, man? Man, oh man. Um. Later on in the inning, we got my boy Francisco Alvarez. Let's go. Francisco Alvarez is back in the lineup and he hits a no doubter. No doubter, a no doubter for Francisco Alvarez. Man, I love watching this kid play, man. Off of a high fastball and he gives them uh he puts the Mets up 2-0 after Brett Beatty's infield, I mean, broken bat single in the first. My boy Alvarez hits a no doubter, man. 2-0 Mets. Mad Max is continuing to deal. He's got five Ks after first after facing the first seven. You know the change up, the slide up, the slider, the curveball is working. Um, you know, but uh, later on, you know Michael Harris. Later on in the inning, Michael Harris bunts down the third base line. The Braves can't touch Max right now, so they got to play some small ball, man. They got to play some small ball, but nonetheless, my boy, my boy. My boy Mad Max is dealing. He bounces back and he strikes out Acuna, man. He strikes out Acuna. And he, he also K's Matt Olson, man. So Max is dealing right now. Max is dealing. On the other side, Charlie Morton, he has 70 pitches in the fourth inning. Mets making him work and, you know, they having quality at backs. And here's Vogelback. Here's Vogelback hitting with a man on. Um... He hit. He got. He got to walk. Okay. He got to walk. Finally, he gets on base. <laughs> Daniel Vogelbach gets on base, man. But you know, nothing. Nothing done in the inning. Uh, we're going to the fourth inning, man. Braves threatening in the fourth as they get their third infield hit against Scherzer. The Braves, they can't touch Max right now. They cannot touch him. It's just he's getting very. Very, very unfortunate. The Braves are getting very lucky with these infield hits as they got three infield hits against Max Scherzer, and it's the fourth inning. And guess what? Marcelo Zuna's up, and he gets another infield hit with the, with the bases juiced. I mean, he gets an infield hit, which causes the bases juice. 
um, you know, it's just it's it's tough, man. By far, this was Mad Max's toughest inning. You know, they got five infield hits. They got they have six hits in total, and they got five infield hits. And guess what? Orlando Arcia gets an infield RBI to 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 get the Braves on the board, two to one. Mets up. Scherzer gets out of it, notching his ninth K. His ninth K, tying it, tying him for the season high. And we got news about Pete Alonso. Uh, his X-rays come back negative. Thank God. And he's considered day-to-day with a bone contusion. Top five. It's the top five and uh, 88 pitches for Charlie Morton as he goes through the lineup the third time. Lindor hits a double. He gets the Mets' third hit. Then Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham came in for Pete Alonso after he got hit. Mark Canna moved to first. And Tommy Pham hit a bomb. He hits a bomb, and the Mets go up 4-1. to one. Mets go up 4-1, to one, and here we go, man. They, they chase Charlie Morton out of the game after that two-run bomb from Tommy Pham. The Braves bring in Colin McHugh, and then... Uh, <clears throat> And then the, and he gets out of the inning. Sean Murphy, the Mets killer, hits a two-run bomb off of Scherzer, who's hung one, who hung a pitch, and, you know, Murphy made him pay. Scherzer's been dealing all day, but he just, he, he hung one. He hung one, and, and Murphy made him pay. Sean Murphy has been killing the Mets all season as he, as he hits his third home run against the Mets this, this season, man. 4-3 Mets are up. But um, the Braves are threatening, man. Braves are Braves are threatening. They're not gonna go down easy, you know. You really gotta you gotta put you gotta put you gotta put your foot on the neck if you're gonna if you're gonna beat the Braves because these guys they come to play. That that lineup is stacked, man. Fifty and here's a stat for you guys: fifty-two percent of the Braves' runs have come from home runs, and they have ninety-nine home runs so far in the season. This stat just shows you. That the that the Braves really dig the long ball. Braves really dig the long ball, man. Next half inning, Mets go down one, two, three. As you know, they can't just they can't string hits, man. They right now they're struggling. They just can't string hits together. They're 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 they're, they're relying on the long ball. Um, but the Mets got to string some hits together, man. If they wanna if they really wanna beat the Braves. The Braves tie the game in the sixth, just like the game before, with back-to-back doubles. Max has been locating all game, you know, just a couple mistakes, and the and the Braves made him pay. You know, you got to be perfect. You got to be perfect against this lineup, and the Braves take the lead, you know. In the sixth, off of an RBI single from, from Ronald Acuna. Mad Max gets pulled, and that's baseball for you, man. That's baseball, man. You could be dominating all game and miss a couple spots. And and just like that, you're losing. You're on the losing end. Top top seventh. Mets have first and third, one out. This is a big spot, and Francisco Lindor's up. Huge spot and huge opportunity. And he gets walked. He gets walked. He gets walked, and Tommy Pham is up with the bases juice. Another huge spot. Tommy Fan gives it a ride. He he hits a shot to the wall. He gives it a ride, but Ronald Acuna made a terrific leaping catch to save the lead. But Fam gets the sacrifice fly. Wow, what a game-saving play from Ronald Acuna. Potentially, potentially the game-saving play. And it was a sensational play from Ronald Acuna. He got up there. And he robbed he robbed Tommy Pham, man. He robbed Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham is doing his thing. You know, he's producing and hitting the ball good, filling in for Pete Alonso. So I'd like to see him in the lineup more often. I Mark Canna, I'm not Mark Canna is, is is not cutting it, man. He's not cutting it. Bottom eighth. Michael Harris hits a two run homer off of Adam Ottavino. 
and the Braves lead 7-5. And that's the game right there, man. That's the game. A.J. Minter comes in to get the save. Mets lose their fifth straight. Mets lose their fifth straight. Mets are 30-30 and 32 on the season. Max started off the game very sharp. He had all his pitches working. He was locating, but he got unlucky. He got unlucky with infield hits. You know, and then he gave one up to... He gave a, a two-run homer to Sean Murphy, and and Ronald Acuna killed him. But it was just a tough. It was. It wasn't even a tough outing, man. You know the Mets gotta the Mets gotta back him up offensively, man. And I don't know what is going on with this lineup. This lineup is is not cutting it. Let me just read the stats real fast on this lineup from the game, like. It, they gotta back him up. They gotta back up Max Scherzer. You're not gonna win the. You're not gonna beat the Braves scoring five runs. You really gotta put it on these guys. Mets only got six hits. The Braves got fourteen hits. Fourteen hits. Nemo, zero for three, two strikeouts. McNeil, one for four. You know, Vogelback, zero for three. Mark Canna, 0 for 4. You know, it's just, you guys, you got, these guys got to string some hits together, man. I got to see some changes in there, man. Mark Vientos, they, they called him up for what? This guy was raking in AAA, and I don't understand why, 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 I, I, I feel like, I don't understand why base, or I don't understand why this happens. You know, you call a guy up. Give him some playing time. You you obviously see that this guy is a top prospect, and he's raking in the minors. You bring him up, and you know I understand you got to make the most of of the opportunity. But these guys are only getting like a couple opportunities, man. Couple of like a couple opportunities. They not, and it puts a lot of pressure on them. It puts a lot of pressure on them, and then these guys can't produce. These guys can't produce. It's, it's sad to see, man. This lineup, I don't know what's going on with the Mets right now. They're not hitting. They got the same team from last year. And last year, they won 101 games. So, this is, is tough to see, man. It's, it's really tough to see. And it all starts with our big guys, man. Francisco Lindor is batting 216. He cannot be batting 216. It's, it's, he... he He's one of our main guys, you know? I mean, I guess he's got 40 RBIs on the season, but Francisco Lindor, man, you got you got to be more productive, man. You got to be more productive. You got to hit with men, and men on base. You just got to lead this team, man. You have to lead this team. But the bright spot for the Mets, you know, is that Tommy Pham, Filled in, hit the ball good for the Mets, filling in for Pete Alonzo, who's day-to-day after being hit by the pitch in the first inning on the wrist. Scary sight to see, but, you know, x-rays came back negative, and he's day-to-day, so hopefully he'll be, he'll be back soon. I hope not to see Daniel Vogel back in the next game as the Mets look to avoid the sweep. Verlander takes the mound, game three against Spencer Strider, their ace, the Mets need this one, man. The Mets need this one. Let's go on to basketball and the NBA Finals. We are in NBA Finals. Game three. Game three. The series is tied. one to one after the Miami Heat stole one or one on the road and took home court advantage away from the Denver Nuggets. Great game. Great game number two as, uh, you know, the Heat bounced back, played great defense. They, they forced Jokic to be a scorer and they shut down the other guys. They shut, I mean, Murray had 18 points and 10 assists. But it wasn't off of 17 shots, though. It was off of 17 shots. So they really made it tough for Jamal Murray. 
Um, but this is a crucial game three, and uh, we're just going to get right into it, man. Get right into it. You know, Bam starts the scoring with a two. K-Love is in the lineup again after starting game two. He's He hits a three. The Jamal Murray scores for the Nuggets first. You know, so he's looking to get on. He's looking to be aggressive early after, you know, 18 points in game two. He's looking to feed Bam early on, and he connects. You know, he's got back-to-back buckets. The Heat are attacking early in the first quarter. Murray's got six quick points, so, you know, he's putting it on. He's He's got his foot on the gas pedal. Max Struess made a great pass as the as the Heat were attacking the pick and roll early, and uh, the Nuggets adjusted after the pick and roll. Um, so they set another pick and roll, and the Heat the Nuggets adjusted, sending the help man from the corner. But Max Struess made a great play, and off the pick and roll. He shoots it to the he he passes it to the corner. Gabe Vincent and he hits the three. He hits the three. Quick start for Murray as he has eight points already. 14 to 12 heat after the first timeout. Jokic back to back buckets off of the feed from Murray. He's got six points. Murray and Jokic shooting 13 of the Nuggets' 16 shots in the first quarter. Nuggets got to show up, man. The Nuggets got to show up and and help these guys take some pressure off, hit down the open shots. But um, you know, there's a whole lot of game left. Butler hits back to back, back to back post buckets, twenty two to twenty. The Nuggets are up so far. Uh, it's a good first quarter. Great first quarter. I love this first quarter. Back and forth action. Both teams playing hard. Both teams uh playing great defense. You know. Butler hit another shot after his back-to-back buckets. Lowry, Lowry hits a huge shot. He always hits these timely shots, man. Lowry. He hit a shot clock buzzer beater. End of the first quarter, the game is tied 24-24. to Really a back-and-forth game. Both teams trading buckets. Heat forced three turnovers on the Nuggets. Tough physical first quarter. Great action so far. Would love to see other Nuggets players contribute because it's just been Jokic and Murray so far. Butler finished with 10 points in the first quarter. Great play from both teams so far. Great play from first from both teams. Second quarter, Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown comes off the bench and hits a three to start off the quarter. Bam, nine points so far as he forces a Denver Nuggets timeout. It's a tie game. It's a tie game. And Caleb Martin, man, he's been struggling the past two games, combining for six points in the past two games after he averaged about like 22 to 25 in the Eastern Conference Finals. So he's really been struggling. So he hits back-to-back threes, to, and he's uh, he's starting to get to, to get going. He's got eight. He scored eight points in the minute in the second quarter. And then Murray hits a silencer, man. Jamal Murray had a really good game. Jamal Murray... Had a really great game. 41-37 after an 8-0 run from Denver as they go on an 8-0 run uh, to take a four-point lead in the second quarter. Michael Porter Jr. Holy smokes, man. Holy smokes. Michael Porter Jr. is having a tough, tough, tough finals, man. He had a great first game, but the last two games, he's been gone. He's been missing. He's the third option, man. This guy is getting this guy gets paid a huge contract. He has a huge contract. Let me just look up his contract real fast. Michael Porter Jr. His contract is five years, one hundred and seventy nine million. Average salary a year, thirty five million. He's got $150 million guaranteed. Crazy, man. Crazy. Crazy, man. Crazy what, what this guy is getting paid, man. And he's playing like poop. He can't get anything going on. And he's supposed to be, you know, their third option. You know, Jimmy is a uh, Jimmy's playing a good game so far. He's attracting attention. And he gets Max Struess open for the three. 
bam with the putback slam. As that was a huge play in the second half. I mean, in the second quarter. Murray, Jamal Murray, has 18 points in the first half. He's having a really good game so far. Really good game. Gabe Vincent got in early foul trouble as he's been a key piece. He's He's been a key piece for the Heat in the first two games. He scored 18 in the first game, 23 in the second game. And he's been he he's been he's he's in early foul trouble. He's got three fouls so far. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler dominating anyone not named Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon really making it tough for Jimmy Butler, but you know, they 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 switch on screens. And Jimmy just dominates and attacks. He attacks the mismatch, man. Jimmy is too strong. Murray continuing to score. He's got 20 points so far. 51 to 48 Denver. Jokic. You you would think Jokic is having a quiet first half cuz I haven't mentioned him that much. But Jokic is killing it, man. Jokic, he doesn't have to score to 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 control the game, man. He's always in the game, man. Jokic got 14 14 points, 12 rebounds and 7 assists in the first half, man. Jokic, oh my god, I I love watching Jokic play, man. He's a beast. I love watching him play, man. He plays the game the right way. He gets everyone involved. And he can score. This guy can score whenever he wants. Jokic is a beast. So it's halftime. 53-48 to 48 Denver. Uh, Jamal Murray got off to a hot start. He's scoring more points in the first half than he did all last game. He's got 20 points. Jokic controlling, you know, with a near triple-double. Jimmy with 14 points. He's having a solid first half, being aggressive and attacking the smaller Nuggets. This is a really good game going on. A really great game for the Nuggets. Um, you know, Michael Porter Jr. has got to get going, man. They need someone else to go to get going. They need another option. I'm really sorry for the background noise as we got an obnoxious dog uh, barking. Uh, you know, it's the Bronx, man. So it is what it is. We're going to keep on going. I'm really sorry about that. Um, <laughs> um, but the Heat, you know, they got to continue to attack, look for mismatches, and when the double collapses, and when the double or, you know, the Nuggets collapse, find open man for three, man, but, uh -huh, man, I, I have the Nuggets winning this one, but, uh, you know, it's tough, man, it's tough, but it's a great game so far, it's a great game so far. In the second half... The Nuggets start off strong as they go up nine points to begin the second half. Gordon dunks off of the dish from Murray, forces a heat timeout. Butler hits the hits the two. 59 to 50. Nuggets are up. Butler has 18 points. Jokic comes back with back-to-back -back buckets. Nuggets playing with some intensity this third quarter. And Jokic, Jokic is getting anything he wants offensively. The Nuggets seem like they wanted they wanted more in the third quarter because of their defensively, uh, because of their defense and their rebounding. The Heat having a tough time getting open looks and knocking down shots. Jokic having a great third quarter as he's a, he's five for five with eleven points so far. So he's got twenty five for the game so far. Seventy four to sixty two. Nuggets are up. Jimmy trying his best to keep the heat in it. You know, 44 points for the paint. 44 points in the paint for the Nuggets and 24 for the Heat. As the Nuggets are, you know, attacking off the pick and roll, Jokic is, is scoring anything he wants in the paint. His touch is just phenomenal. 78 to 62. The Nuggets are pulling away. The Nuggets are pulling away. But, uh, you know, you, you can never count the heat up. Can never count the Heat out as they have a 90-point differential in the playoffs in the fourth quarter. You know, the Heat have been the best fourth-quarter team in these playoffs, so I wouldn't count them out just yet. The rookie. The rookie. The rookie from last game, Christian, Bron Christian Brown. His name is pronounced Braun, but it's Christian Brown. The rookie Christian Brown playing more valuable minutes as he 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 sparked the Nuggets last game, you know, with his energy, his intensity, uh, his 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 passing, um, you know, his defense. 
This guy, this kid plays hard. This kid plays hard. And he's got 10 points. He's got he's got 10 points with 5 for 5 from the field. The third quarter, the Nuggets just outscored the 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 Heat 29 to 20. Jokic had his way with the Heat in the third quarter. As he he's got 29 and a near triple double in the third quarter. Nuggets came out really strong with intensity, physicality, and just simply more energy than the Miami Heat. Uh, they were first to the 50-50 balls. They were grabbing offensive boards. And they just turned it up defensively and offensively. 84 to 70. The Nuggets up after the Murray J. Bam has gone quiet in the in the second half as he's having a tough time getting into rhythm. Christian Braun, Christian Brown having a great game. You know, he's not settling for threes. He's 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 attacking, attracting, attracting attention on the dribble penetration and he's just dishing it off to Jokic. Dishing it off to Jokic. Next play and one from Christian Brown, man. This guy is just killing it. Christian Brown, the rookie. The rookie Christian Brown. He's having he's having himself a game. This kid is just 22 years old. He's 22 years old and uh he's he's playing some very valuable minutes in the finals, man. He's He's doing a sting. Another tough bucket in transition from Christian Brown on Jimmy. On Jimmy Butler. As he as he forces a heat timeout. Nuggets running away with it as the heat could not get into rhythm. It's 93 to 77. Nuggets are up, man. The Heat have a 7-0 run in the last two minutes and 30 seconds. And Murray hits a huge mid-range to stop the run. Jokic secures the triple-double. He's got 30, 20, and 10 for Jokic. He's got 30, 20, and 10, man. He's so good. He is so good. He's the best player in the world. He's the best player in the world at this moment right now. Jokic. The Nuggets win 109 to 94 and take a two and, a, and take a commanding two, not a commanding, but take a 2-1 lead in this NBA Finals. Denver wins game three after dominating the second half. Both Jokic and Murray had 30-point triple doubles. 30-point triple doubles from Jokic and Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray went 12 for 22 from the field. He got 30, 10, and 10. I feel like he stat padded a little because he stood literally to the... He got his last rebound at the last second of the game. And the, the Nuggets were up already by like 10, 15. So, you know, they both scored. They both got triple doubles. Jokic, Nikola Jokic. 32 points, 21 rebounds, 10 assists, 2 blocks. He went 12 for 21 from the field, shooting 57%. Man, Jokic, oh man, he's just he's just a beast, man. Jokic is the man. I love watching him play. The first half was very close. Back to back and forth action, you know, but the second half, the Nuggets came out with a lot more energy and physicality to win this game. Christian Brown the rookie had a huge impact offensively and defensively. The 22-year-old, he scored 15 points. He got four rebounds, one assist, one steal, and he only missed one shot. He went seven for eight from the field. Jimmy Butler had 28 points. Jimmy got a lot of heat today. He got a lot of heat from, you know, analysis. I think he had a pretty good game. I think he had a pretty solid game. But the heat, they just couldn't stop Jokic or Murray. All game. I think Jimmy Butler has to be the main defender on Murray. But uh, the Heat just couldn't get anything going on in the second half. The second half, you know, it was a tale of two halves. The first half was back and forth action. Both teams going back and forth. But the second half really is where the Nuggets really pulled away. They look to bounce back. The Heat 
look to bounce back on Friday at home. I mean, every game is crucial, but this game, mm, 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 mm. this is a huge game, man. You don't want to go down three to one to the Nuggets on the on the cusp of them going home and you know potentially closing out the series as they were undefeated at home. But you guys, you know, the Heat won Game Two at home. I mean, at, on the road against the the Nuggets, giving them their first loss of the of the playoffs. But I'm telling you, man, this this game four, I think, will decide who's gonna win this series, man. Whoever wins this game four, I think if Nuggets, oh man, I got the Nuggets winning the six. But this is a crucial game four for the Heat, man. You don't want to go down three to one in Denver. But uh, that was a great game from the NBA Finals. NBA Finals game three is tomorrow, Friday. And, uh, yeah, man, that's all for sports. Uh, let's get into the Bible talk, baby. Let's get into the Bible talk, man. Probably probably my one of my favorite segments, just reading, you know, just reading. And, you know, let's just do it. Let's just do it. Let's get into it, man. We're in Genesis 29. Verse 1. Then Jacob continued his trip. He went to the country in the east. He looked and he saw a well in the field. There were three flocks of sheep lying near the well. Three flocks of sheep lying near the well. Where the sheep drank water. There was a large rock covering the mouth of the well. When all the flocks gathered there, the shepherds would roll the rock away from the well. Then all the sheep could drink from the water. After the sheep were full, the shepherds would put the rock back in its place. Jacob said to the shepherds, shepherds there, Brothers! Where are you from? They answered, We are from Haran. Then Jacob said, Do you know Laban, the son of Nahur? The shepherds answered, We know him. Then Jacob said, How is he? he? Then they answered, He is well. Look, that is his daughter, Rachel, coming now with the sheep. Jacob said, Look, it is still day, and long before the sun sets, it is not yet time for the animals to be gathered together for night. So give them water, and let them go back to the field. But they said, We cannot do that until all the flocks are gathered together. Then we will move the rock from the well, and all the sheep will drink. <laughs> While Jacob was talking with the shepherds, Rachel came with her father's sheep. It was her job to take care of the sheep. Rachel was Laban's daughter. Laban was the brother of Rebekah's, Jacob's mother. When Jacob saw Rachel, well, man, well, let's read that again. Rachel was Laban's daughter. Laban was the brother of Rebekah. Jacob's mother. When Jacob saw Rachel, he went and moved the rock and gave water to the sheep. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and cried. Uh -oh. He told her that he was from her father's family. He told her that he was the son of Rebekah. So Rachel ran home and told her father. When Laban heard the news about his sister's son, Jacob, he ran to meet him. Laban hugged him and kissed him and brought him to the house. Jacob told Laban everything that had happened. Then Laban said, This is wonderful. You are from my own family. So Jacob stayed with Laban for a month. <clears throat> 
one day Laban said to Jacob, You are a relative of mine. It is not right for you to continue working for me without pay. What should I pay you? Now Laban had two daughters. The older was Leah, and the younger was Rachel. Leah's eyes were gentle, but Rachel was beautiful. Jacob loved, Jacob loved Rachel, so he said to Laban, I will work seven years for you if you will allow me to marry your daughter. Laban said, It would be better for her to marry you than someone else, so stay with me. So Jacob stayed and worked for Laban for seven years, but it seemed like a very short time because he loved Rachel so much. After seven years, said, Jacob said to Laban, Give me Rachel so that I can marry her. My time of work for you is finished. So Laban gave a party for all the people in that place. That night, Laban brought his daughter Leah to Jacob. Jacob and Leah had sexual relations together. Oh my God. In the morning, Jacob saw that it was Leah that he had slept with. And he said to Laban, You have tricked me. I worked very hard for you so that I could marry Rachel. Why did you trick me? Laban said, In our country, we don't allow the younger daughter to marry before the older daughter. Continue for the full week of the marriage. Continue for the f continue for the full week of the marriage ceremony, and I will also give you Rachel to marry. But you must serve me another seven years. So Jacob did this and finished the week. Then Laban gave him his daughter Rachel as a wife. So Jacob had sexual relations with Rachel also, and Jacob loved Rachel more than Leah. Jacob worked for Laban for another seven years. The Lord saw that Jacob loved Rachel more than Leah, so he made it. He made it possible. So he made it possible. He made it possible for Leah to have children. But Rachel did not have any children. Leah gave birth to a son, and she named him Reuben. She named him this because she said, The Lord has seen my troubles. My husband does not love me. So now, maybe my husband will love me. Leah became pregnant again and had another son. She named this son Simeon. She said, the Lord has heard that I am not loved, so he gave me this son. Leah became pregnant again and had another son. She named this son Levi. She said, Now surely my husband will love me. I had given him three sons. Then Leah gave birth to another son. She named this son Judah. Leah named, his, Leah named him this because she said, Now I will praise the Lord. And then Leah stopped having children. Rachel saw that she was not giving Jacob any children. She became jealous of her sister. So Rachel said to Jacob, Give me children or I will die. Jacob became angry with Rachel and said, I am not God. He is the one who has caused you to not have children. Then Rachel said, You can have my maid, Bilhah. Sleep with her and she will have a child for me. Then I can be a mother through her. So Rachel gave Bilhah to her husband, Jacob. He had sex with Bilhah. She became pregnant and gave birth to a son for Jacob. Rachel said, God has listened to my prayer. He decided to give me a son. So she named this son Dan. Bilhah became pregnant again and Jacob gave, and gave Jacob a second son. Rachel said, I have fought hard to compete with my sister and I have won. So she named that son 
Naftali. Leah saw that she could have no more children. So she gave her slave girl Zilpah to Jacob. Then Zilpah had a son. Oh my God, what is going on? Leah said, I am lucky. So she named the son Gad. Instead of God, Gad. G-A-D. Zilpah gave birth to another son. Leah said, I am very happy. Now women will call me happy. So she named that son Asher. Yo, this guy Jacob was putting that work, man. During the wheat harvest, Reuben went into the fields and found some special flowers. He brought them to his mother Leah. But Rachel said to Leah, Please give me some of your son's flowers. Leah answered, You have already taken away my husband. Now you're trying to take away my flowers? Like, what's up with you, man? Nah, Leah did not say that. (laughs) Leah answered, You have already taken away my husband. Now Now you are trying to take away my son's flowers? But Rachel answered, If you give me your son's flowers, you can sleep with Jacob tonight. Jacob came in from the fields that night. Leah saw him and went out to meet him. She said, you will sleep with me tonight. I have paid for you with my son's flowers. So Jacob slept with Leah that night. Oh, man. Jacob is is a hoe. <laughs> Excuse my French. I'm really sorry. So Jacob slept with Leah that night. Then God allowed Leah, Leah to become pregnant again. Oh, man. She gave birth to a fifth son. She said, God has given me a reward because I gave my slave to my husband. So she named her son Isashar. Leah became pregnant again and gave birth to a sixth son. She said, God has given me a fine gift. Now surely Jacob will accept me because I have given him six sons. So she named this son Zebulun. Uh-oh. Later, Leah gave birth to a daughter. She named her Dina. Dina. Then God heard Rachel's prayers and made it possible for Rachel to have children. She became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She said, God has taken away my shame. Rachel named the son. Joseph, saying, May the Lord give me another son. Joseph, Joseph. After the birth of Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Now let me go get back my own now let me now let me go back to my own homeland. Give me my wives and my children. I have earned them by working for you. You know that I served you well. Laban said to him, Please let me say something. I know that the Lord has blessed me because of you. Tell me what I should pay you, and I will give it to you. Jacob answered, You know that I have worked hard for you. Your flocks have grown and been well while I cared for them. When I came, you had little. Now you have much, much more. Every time I did something for you, the Lord blessed you. Now it is time for me to work for myself. It is time to do things for my family. Laban asked, Then what should I give you? Jacob answered, I don't want you to give me anything. I only want you to let me do this one thing. I will go back and take care of your sheep. But let me go through all your flocks today and take every lamb with spots or stripes. Let me take every black young goat and every female goat with stripes or spots. That will be my pay. In the future, you can easily see, if I am honest, you can come to look at my flocks. If I have any goat that isn't spotted or any sheep that isn't black, you will know that I stole it. 
Laban answered, I agree to that. We will do what you ask. But that day, Laban hid all the male goats that had spots. And he hid all the female goats that had spots on them. He also hid all the black sheep. Laban told his sons to watch the sheep. So the sons took all the spotted animals and led them to another place. They traveled for three days. Jacob stayed and took care of all the animals that were left. Then Jacob cut green branches from popular, from poplar and almond trees. He stripped off some of the bark so that the branches had white stripes on them. He put the branches in the front of the flocks as at the watering places. When the animals came to drink, they also made it in that place. Then when the goats made it in front of the branches, the young that were born were spotted, striped, or black. Jacob separated the spotted and the black animals from the other animals in the flock. He kept his animals separate from Laban's. Anytime the stronger animals in the flock were mating, Jacob put the branches before their eyes. The animals mated near those branches. But when the weaker animals waited, mated, Jacob did not put the branch there. So the young animals born from the weak animals were Laban's, and the young animals born from the stronger animals were Jacob's. In this way, Jacob became very rich. He had large flocks, many servants, camels, donkeys. Genesis 31. Oh man. Oh man. We are at Genesis we are at Genesis 31. One day Jacob heard Laban's sons talking. They said Jacob has taken everything that our father owned. He has become rich and he has taken all of this wealth from our father. Then Jacob noticed that Laban was not as friendly as he had been in the past. The Lord said to Jacob, Go back to your own land where your ancestors lived. I will be with you. So Jacob told Rachel and Leah to meet him in the field where he kept his flocks of sheep and goats. He said to them, I have noticed that your father is not as friendly with me as he used to be. But the God of my father has been with me. You both know that I have worked as hard as I could for your father, but he cheated me. He, chained, he has changed my pay ten times. But during all this time, God protected me from all of Laban's tricks. At one time, Laban said, you can keep all the goats with spots. This will be your pay. After he said this, all the animals gave birth to spotted goats. So they were all mine. Then Laban said, I will keep the spotted goats. You can have all the striped goats. That will be your pay. After he said this, all the animals gave birth to striped goats. So God has taken away the animals from your father and has given them to me. I had a dream during this time when the animals were mating. I saw that the only male goats that were mating were the ones with stripes and spots. The angel of God spoke to me in that dream. The angel said, Jacob. I answered, yes. The angel said, look, only the striped and spotted goats are mating. I am causing this to happen. I have seen all the wrong things Laban has been doing to you. I am doing this so that you can have all the new baby goats. I am the God who came to you at Bethel. And there you made an altar, poured olive oil on it, and made a promise to me. Now I want you to be ready to go back to the country where you were born. Rachel and Leah answered Jacob, Our father has nothing to give us when he dies. He treated us like strangers. He sold us to you. And then he spent all the money that should have been ours. God took all this wealth from our father. 
and now it belongs to us and our children. So you should do whatever God told you to do. So Jacob prepared for the trip. He put his children and his wives on camels. They began traveling back to the land of Canaan, where his father lived. All the flocks of animals that Jacob owned walked ahead of him. He carried everything with him that he had gotten while he lived in Padaram. While Laban was gone to cut the wool from his sheep, Rachel went into his house and stole the false gods that belonged to her father. Uh-oh. Jacob tripped. Jacob tricked Laban to Aramine. He did not tell Laban he was leaving. Jacob took his family and everything he owned and left quickly. They crossed the Euphrates River and traveled toward the hill country of Gilead. Three days later, after Laban learned that Jacob had run away, so he gathered his men together and began to chase Jacob. After seven days, Laban found Jacob near the hill country of Gilead. That night, God came to Laban in a dream and said, Be careful. Be careful of every word you say to Jacob. The next morning, Laban caught up with Jacob. Jacob had set up his camp on the mountain, so Laban and all his men set up their camp in the hill of the country of Gilead. Gilead. Laban said to Jacob, Why did you trick me? Why did you take my daughters like they were women you captured during the war? Why did you run away without telling me? If you had told me, I would have given you a party. There would have been singing and dancing with music. You didn't even let me kiss my grandchildren and my daughters goodbye. You were very foolish to do this. I have the power to really hurt you, but last night the God of your father came to me in a dream. He warned me not to hurt you in any way. I know that you want to go back to your home. That is why you left. But why did you steal the goods from my but why did you see why did you steal the gods from my house? He asks, so, this is sidetracking. So he asking, why did Jacob steal the gods from my house? Earlier, before, before Jacob ran away. So we're going back to, to verse 19. We're going to recap real fast. While Laban was gone, was gone to cut the wool from his sheep, Rachel went into his house and stole the false gods that belonged to her father. The false gods. And we're back. Back to real time. So he's asking Jacob, why did you steal the gods from my house? Jacob answered, I left without telling you because I was afraid. I thought you would take your daughters away from me. But I did not steal your gods. If you find anyone here with me who has taken your gods, they will be killed. Your men will be my witnesses. You can look for anything that belongs to you. Take anything. That is yours. Parentheses. Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen Laban's gods. So Laban went and looked through Jacob's camp. He looked in Jacob's tent and then in Leah's tent. Leah's tent. Then. Then he took. Then he looked in the tent where the two slave women stayed. He did not find the gods from his house. Then he went into Rachel's tent. Rachel had hidden the gods inside her camel's saddle. And she was sitting on him. Laban looked through the tent, but he did not find the gods. 
And Rachel said to her father, Father, don't be angry with me. I am not able to stand up before you. I am having my monthly time of bleeding. So Laban looked through the camp, but he did not find the gods from his house. Then Jacob became very angry and said, What have I what wrong have I done? What law have I broken? What right do you have to chase me and stop me? You looked through everything I own and found nothing that belongs to you. If you found something, show it to me. Put it here where our men can see it. Let our men decide which one of us is right. I have worked 20 years for you. During all that time, none of the baby sheep and goats died, dur died during birth. And I have not eaten any of the rams from your flock. Anytime a sheep was killed by wine animals, I always paid for the loss myself. I did not take the dead animal to you and say that it was not my fault. But I was robbed day and night. In the daytime, the sun took away my strength. And at night, sleep was taken from my eyes by the cold. I worked 20 years like a slave for you. For the first 14 years, I worked to win your two daughters. The last six years, I worked to earn your animals. And during that time, you, pay, you changed my pay 10 times. But the God of my ancestors, the God of Abraham, and the fear of Isaac was with me. If God had not been with me, you would have not sent me away with nothing. If Let's read that again. If God had not been with me, you would have sent me away with nothing. But he saw the trouble that I had and the work that I did. And last night, God proved that I am right. Laban said to Jacob, These women are my daughters. These children belong to me. And those animals are mine. Everything you see here belongs to me. But I can do nothing to keep my daughters and their children. So I am ready to make an agreement with you. We will set up a pile of stones to show that we have an agreement. So Jacob found a large rock and put it there to show that he had made an agreement. He told his men to find some more rocks and to make a pile of rocks. Then they ate beside the pile of rocks. Laban named that place Yagar Sahadatta. Sahadatha. Yagar Sahadatta. Tough, tough, tough pronunciation. But Jacob named that place Galid. Laban said to Jacob, This pile of rocks will help us both remember our agreement. That is why Jacob called this place Galid. Then Laban said, Let the Lord watch over us while we are separated from each other. So that place was also named Mizpah. Then Laban said, If you hurt my daughters, remember that God will punish you. If you marry other women, remember that God is watching. Here are the rocks that I have put between us, and here is the special rock to show that we made an agreement. This pile of rocks and this one special rock both help us to remember our agreement. I will never go past these rocks to fight against you. And you must never go on my side of these rocks to fight against me. May the God of Abraham, the God of Nahur, and the God of their ancestors, ancestors judge us guilty if we break this agreement. Jacob's father, Isaac, called God fear. So Jacob used that name to make the promise. Then Jacob killed an animal and offered it as a sacrifice on the mountain. And he invited his men to come and share a meal. After they finished eating, they spent the night on the mountain. Early the next morning, Laban kissed his grandchildren and his daughters goodbye. He blessed them and went back home. That is the end of Genesis 31.
We will continue with Genesis 32. In the next episode, episode 13, man. Yo, we just made it. We just made it. We made it. We made it to the conclusion of episode 12. One after 11. Six plus six equals 12. Eight plus four equals 12. Four times three equals 12. Quick maths. Guys, thank you. Thank you for spending this time for me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to, you know, Sports with Jesus. You know, thank you for listening to, you know, the Mets game. Um, you know, my my take on the Mets game, my take on the finals game. Uh, we'll be back, man. We'll be back Saturday after uh game f- game uh game 4 of the NBA finals. Uh we'll be back Saturday, man. We'll be back Saturday. Uh just you know, just a little quick episode for you guys. Episode 12. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I'll catch you guys in the next one. Um, you guys stay cool, all right, guys? Episode 12, Sports with Jesus. Out. Let's get it.